you are at Founders FAQ, answers to all the possible questions of a founder. Your goal is to de-risk uncertainty as much as possible when starting a business. People often think that because business is all about risk, you know, it's okay to have certain amounts of risk. And that's certainly true. But if you take that as license not to de-risk, then you'll completely miss the point. So I recommend de-risking through, you know, building MVPs, talking to customers, doing research, and doing some soul searching as a way to increase the likelihood of success of a startup. Welcome to Founders of AQ. Today, my guest is Gagan Biani. Gagan was co-founder and president at Udemy, one of the biggest online education companies and was also co-founder and CEO of Spring, a food delivery company. Combined, both companies have raised over $250 million in venture capital and employed over 1,500 employees. Gagan, welcome to Founders of AQ. My first question is about founders' core values. What do you think about founders' core values to serve for the startup needs? Yeah, I think founder startup fit is super important. And actually, core values is probably uh, one of the most overlooked aspects of that fit. If you are someone who is naturally uh, a good marketer and you're entering an industry that requires great design, perhaps it's not going to be as easy for you to succeed. And similarly, if you're someone who is entering an industry that requires a lot of uh, resilience, and you have a lot more finesse of a, of, a, of a personality, then I think you'll be less likely to succeed. Best founder uh, company, founder startup fits are when the strengths of the founder and the values of the founder match what is necessary to succeed with that idea. Great. And when startup needs more assets or different kind of assets, from the beginning of the journey, the founder starts to search for a co-founder. So how should she make the due diligence to bring a co-founder? Because it's like a marriage and sometimes it's hard to divorce. Well, first start with a proper pipeline. So at the top of the pipeline, you want to be putting out there what your values are, what your business is, so that you are attracting the right type of people originally. And then, and you want to live those values during the search so people uh, can see that in the way that you operate. Then during the interview process, you want to ask questions and get to know people and put them in situations that uh, enable you to evaluate their core values. So, you know, as an example, I find that the best way to learn about someone's ability to deal with pressure or how they deal with teams is to maybe play games with them or to, uh, you know, start working together and actually uh, plan a, a, a project or start executing on a business together, a small one. That is usually a great sign, uh, a great way to test a relationship. Uh, and then finally, I conduct uh, pretty extensive references with people who have worked with the founder uh, and to, to better understand. And I usually do cold references, references who are not given by the, by the potential co-founder. 
Great. And in the journey, it's all ups and downs, and there's some kind of uncertainty always. How should founders deal with uncertainty? Your goal is to de-risk uncertainty as much as possible when starting a business. People often think that because business is all about risk, you know, it's okay to have certain amounts of risk, and that's certainly true. But if you take that as license not to de-risk, then you'll completely miss the point. So I recommend de-risking through, you know, building MVPs, talking to customers, doing research, and doing some soul searching as a way to increase the likelihood of success of a startup. On the other hand, you must be someone who is naturally comfortable with some level of uncertainty, and you must become aware that the payoff is worth the risk of failure. And if you can justify the payoff relative to the risk of failure, oftentimes it is uh, the right decision or maybe the, the, the payoff needs to be five or 10x risk of failure because invariably you are going to underestimate the risk of failure and overestimate the payoff. And aligned teams are pretty important while they're risking uncertainty, building great products, scaling companies. So how to align all the team to run a same mission in the long run? Consistently reiterate your mission and examine your company's policies to make sure they are aligned with that mission. You can even do a quarterly audit of your mission and whether or not you are still fulfilling it. And then make sure that you properly cascade those down to sub-missions, annual goals, quarterly goals, monthly goals, and weekly goals, while simultaneously making it clear to your company that it is likely that these goals will change as we learn more, but our mission will never change. And while you're scaling the company, unit capital and fundraising has many topics inside for founders. Basically, what makes a startup appropriate to raise a round? The most important thing about fundraising is to only fundraise when you are ready to fundraise. Almost everyone fails at fundraising because they are too early or they are not appropriate to raise a round. And so what makes a startup appropriate to raise a round? One is, the fundamental answer is, if the investors give you money today, do they feel like there's a reasonable chance that they can achieve a significant multiple on that cash that makes it worth taking the risk that is commensurate with the uh, risk of your startup's failure. And if you ask yourself that question honestly and understand what investors are comparing you to, what other startups they can look at, what else they can invest in, what kind of team uh, traction and market opportunities they are able to look at, then you can solve the rest of the problems yourself. And startup is a high growth thing. And when you don't reach that high growth, it can turn to a SMB or lifetime business or something else. What will be the right time to quit the startup if the founder feels like she comes to that stage and like not high growth stage? It's impossible to give blanket advice on when you should stick with it, but I can give you advice on when you should quit. If the only reason you're staying in it is because of your reputation or your emotional state, you should quit. If the reason you're staying in it is because you truly believe that this could work and that the setbacks you're facing are potentially temporary, then gear yourself towards those uh, that new path and forge ahead. 
And my last question is, it's a long run game, it's marathon. What will be the three core ingredients of a founder in the long run? Grit, intelligence, determination, and empathy. Get rid of determination and say creativity instead. Okay, again, these are all my questions. Thank you for coming to Founders FAQ. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate it. By the way, Founders FAQ is in pre-order and it covers the answers to all the possible questions of a founder in a startup journey, whether revealing life-saving principles for the startup survival path, building A-plus teams, creating an evolving machine, setting up a need culture, or interpreting the true path for the fundraising. You can pre-order it from foundersfq.com and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook.